Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2006 Pan's Labyrinth, or Labyrinth of the Fawn. Labyrintho del Fauno. Yes, or that. Please, uh, get your shit together, man. Like, this is a good-ass fucking movie. <laughs> like, just, there's no joke. Reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or you can just skip all that crap. Get all of our content, including behind-the-scenes photos and interviews, on Cold45Podcast.com. Cold45 today is powered by Carla Sue greeting cards, invites, and more. Look, man, you try to find that perfect card. You can't fucking do it. You feel like a douchebag. There's no meaning behind it. Then you find out you're supposed to have meaning behind the cards when you go out to get the cards. It's a fucking mess, right? Just go online to Carla Sue Invites, which is uh, CarlaSueInvites.com. Just fucking order some shit online. Just get it that way. Like, why even go to the store and try to figure out what you're doing? You get everything. You get customer service, the whole nine, and you don't suck a bag of dicks for a change. She's on Facebook, Etsy, uh, Snapchat as well, and Pinterest, Instagram, the whole nine, man. Find her. Get the cards, dude. Be a rock star. Get laid. Do it. You are now now listening to to Cult 45, the the only cult movie movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to a fucking meaningful, deep-ass, Culturally just beautiful. Yeah, man. Panty soaking episode of Cult 45. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe not that last part, but yeah. Uh, unless you just cry that hard, <laughs> it just fucking reaches your underwear. And you're wearing panties for some reason, and you're a man. Mm. We're not judging. Do whatever you want. We don't. I mean, we don't pass judgment over here. No, we do not. Just, unless uh, you make shit movies. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Uh, you listen to Code Forty Five, folks. We are a uh, cult movie podcast. Reviewers. Uh, I am your host, Beat 'Em Down. I am joined by Teen Idol Sensation. Sunny chips. Oh man, I'm not used to that. I go go in second right away. I, there's usually a pause, you know. Yeah, we have this huge gaping void because uh, Mr. Bean Black is actually uh, going to Louisiana to do the uh, red dress run, which uh, is supposed to be a benefit. He's uh, out there being a philanthropist. More power to that man. Uh, he deserves a vacation as well. One day I will have one. We'll just have <laughs> just sentient being uh, rolling clips. Oh, uh, dude, we'll we'll have the 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 chips and black show. It'll be a nightmare. <laughs> No, no. Oh, for you it will. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not editing that shit. Yeah, yeah, have fun with that crap. <laughs> oh, baby. It'll be a nightmare, like, wondering what happened. Like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Oh, my God. I'm just imagining the fucking chaos of it that would, possibility. I wouldn't edit it, basically. It'll, just be, it'll be raw for goddamn sure. Yeah, really? Yeah, just raw. Fuck it. <laughs> just, the, just the most amount of filth. Like, we're, we're discussing GoldenEye or something. We don't even discuss it. We just... <laughs> Just talking shit for an hour. <laughs> We're doing Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Ah, God, just it's already spoiling how I feel about it, man. Good ass fucking movie, dude. Um, I like I like to call him uh, Guillermo del Taco. <laughs> Look, you can he's do a, that. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> he's a big cat. He's a big dude. Um, but- I'm just being mean. He's a great director. Most of his films are really, really good. Honestly, I haven't seen, I've never seen this movie, to be completely honest. Yeah, you Really? This was your first time, huh? Yeah, it was my first time watching it. Um, like, I I thought it was a children's movie, like, for the longest. <laughs> yeah, they, they shut that shit down real quick, didn't they? <laughs> Boy, l- like I said many episodes before, you know, I'm not a 
I'm not like a guy who's just like hard, hardcore movies. I like what I like, and I usually kind of like focus on that realm. I don't really veer off that often. And, you, you, uh, you were kind of vague with that statement, but I think I know exactly what you're saying. I was a gamer first, you know, and uh, but you know, I like I supplemented that with you know certain movies, and yeah. it was certain stuff I was into, and I just I just I felt like oh, this might be a kids movie. I'm pass, and then uh. Like, as soon as the fucking movie starts, we got, like, a dead child on the ground fucking reverse bleeding. <laughs> right off the bat, just with the Jeez. child violence. I was like, oh, uh, what? So, so this is a, a Spanish film from yes. 2006. It's um, Let's call it a, a grown-up's fairy tale. It's a very, very interesting concept for a movie. Is yeah. that something I don't think I've seen before? I mean, I, I had seen. I was kind of a fan of Del Toro before this. I mean, I liked I liked um, Hellboy right, uh, right, right. before this. Uh, Mimic. I had I saw when I was a little kid. It's oh fuck! He's Mimic. responsible for Mimic. Oh yeah. Wasn't that like the, he, the bug that kept changing and fucked off uh, Charles yeah, yeah. Dutton? Yeah. And uh, he did a movie called Kronos before that. Dude, I've actually seen that one. I actually have seen that movie, and we we should actually put this on the list of things to watch because that yeah, was some fucking. That was interesting. And seeing young Ron Perlman was fucking weird, man. And then in the future, he does Hellboy 2 and um, Pacific Rim. All right. So we, I forgot what year it was, but it's the... Um, 44, I believe. It's um, after the Spanish Civil War. Right. Uh, about the during the tail end of World War II. Yeah. So we got we got uh, Ophelia, our main character, uh, writing with her mom, Carmen, who was with child. I did not know she was with child right off the bat because I thought she was dying. <laughs> <laughs> straight like first you got the dead child then you got the terminally ill mother like jesus christ del toro yeah take but, it easy on us dude no I mean, she's like, just pregnant yeah just pregnant whatever like sick with child dude like she was fucking yeah, yeah. I, I loved how she described it as being sick with child Which... I, I, I was once uh, just joking around with my sister and i told her uh, when she was pregnant i told her she was infected with a baby <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, I, she she laughed it off, I think, but I think she got mad. I'm, uh, yeah, her, her hormones, you probably fucking wrecked her whole day. She probably <laughs> cried to her husband, like, constantly. Like, this piece of shit. But, um, honestly, dude, like, it, it makes you appreciate medicine in fucking hospitals, dude, seeing this. There's just a couple of scenes that make me grateful for modern medicine. Boy. I thought like, she just had, like, I really thought she had, like, tuberculosis or some shit. I don't know what was going on. Dude, you'll fucking die of the sniffles back that then, That is true. Dude. You get a head cold. You're fucking done. <laughs> They're already cutting body parts off. See what works <laughs> they're already digging leeches your on your forehead yeah they're digging your fucking grave you start sneezing you're like oh you're done <laughs> he died at 13 he had a full life <laughs> the ripe old age of 13 <laughs> so so uh Ophelia, but, but, you're, but you, you've already got the black lung and shit like you lived a rough life <laughs> yeah your 401k is already full as fuck <laughs> you did plenty of work since you were six they're, they're on their way to meet um ophelia's new stepdad um god Jesus Christ. The, the captain, the capitan, Captain Vidal is yes. his name, and he's a, a bit of a hard ass, That's to say the least. Fucking understand. <laughs> you just know there's no, like, wiggle room with this guy at all. And, like, especially the way that he approached, because I really thought he had nothing to do with Carmen. <laughs> the way he rolled up on her and touched her stomach, I was very uncomfortable by that shit. Yeah. It's kind of Their a, whole a, relationship is weird. Like, I wonder, how did, how did they meet? There must have been a little bit of warmth that he expressed when they met and stuff. No. Or it was kind you of, think so? it was like a weird, like a little bit later in the movie, like at the dinner, the, um, you know, like she was telling, like Carmen was telling them how they met. It was still kind of vaguely fucked up where he met her and her husband. And then she just said he died, and then we ran into him again. It's like, well, did he kill oh, him right. or was he responsible for his death? Because the way that she said it, it just That's seemed, right. Yeah, it seemed it's a, off. Yeah. It seemed really, really off, dude. And then at the beginning of the movie, if you remember, Ophelia mentions that the father was part of the um, 
the you know the communist group the, the fighters right, right. but but uh, Fuck. yeah dude so it's kind of it's just weird it's really really weird and kind of a bummer man like what the fuck is going on with that shit but regardless you know captain touchy over here man fucking uh just groping everybody and being weird and shit and we have our uh our uh, little, little handmaiden or head housekeeper in charge mercedes who i'm sorry is a shit spy because I saw through that immediately. Because, <laughs> like, Vidal, Vidal was, like, talking over plans and shit, you know, like, what they're going to do and whatnot. And, like, Mercedes not even being cool with it, dude. It's totally, like, looking over her shoulder, kind of like, hmm, what are you doing? What the fuck? You mean when he was laying out the battle plans on yeah. the map? Yeah, she, 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 was not, she was not smooth at all. What really tripped me out about this movie, though, um, was I thought it was going to be all fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, the way that it started, you know, you see these, like, really, really cool... Uh, underground catacombs and like somebody's like walking up you know to the surface and you know to tell him the story about a princess who died and the father is constantly waiting for her to come back you know many lifetimes could have been like trial and error of the soul trying to come back and it just never never happens uh for whatever reason and you're like oh you know i'm thinking okay well you know this is gonna get like really fantasy really quick that's what i was expecting and then we got straight into the uh you know five years prior to the you know spanish civil war where am i okay well i'm i'm in i'm down but I've also noticed all of their stories are depressing as fuck because uh, we have uh, uh, Carmen kind of not feeling so good laying down. And she asks uh, Ophelia to tell her a story, you know, I mean, to tell, tell a story to the baby in her stomach. Yeah. And a uh, weird transition cut of a baby floating in the womb. But um, yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of strange. It was kind of funny. But like the story was such a fucking bummer, dude. I'm just like, Jesus, man, this is a sad time. Sad, sad fucking time. And it got even sadder. Because uh, somebody uh, fucked around and shot a gun in the distance. Uh, these two guys, a, a father and son, get uh, get hemmed up and interrogated. And uh, yeah, the they, um, the soldiers go and um, alert Captain Vidal that we got some possibly shady cats uh, fucking around in the woods. And so uh, the captain goes and starts to uh, interrogate these two that they captured. And the two, they claim they were out hunting rabbits. Uh, Vidal accuses them of being filthy communists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was a uh, there was like a propaganda paper in the bag. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, you could tell it was like some half-ass searching going on, but they're they're pleading that it's all you know. Come on, man! Like it's totally not happening. Everything's cool. And the son kind of walks up to Vidal and is like still talking. And like I like how Vidal was like, "Yeah, keep talking," because <laughs> you could tell you already made up his fucking mind. And then this is this is where if you had uh, any doubts that this was a, a fucking grown-ups movie, this is when they say "fuck you," Lord, Jesus. get your fucking ass ready. We ain't fucking around. Baby. Not gonna lie, I watched this shit like four times. I couldn't <laughs> fucking believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. So basically, uh, there was a beer bottle. Um, it was in the bag. Yeah, it was in the bag. Yeah, the beer bottle was, it was like a beer bottle was in the bag, and he fucking grabs the guy and just hammers it down bottom first into his fucking nose caving his goddamn face in dude and it's not like other movies where you know it'll like maybe cut to no. to the cap the captain's face as he's no. jamming and jamming it in his face no you it's close up on the poor kid's face and you can see his nose fucking crumple and cave into his skull and it, this is like drive levels of of yeah. like sudden hyper violence yeah. like what the fuck yeah. just happened like literally like fucking fatality Mortal Kombat style like most recent gen like rough rough like no face left face was gone like, he literally had no face and uh the fucking dad is like you fucking killed him and he just shoots him square in the heart twice like <laughs> murders um, I, the dad I was looking around on IMDB and one of the questions in the little message board or whatever mm-hmm. was um by you know not me 
someone else. Uh, would that kid have lived if the captain did not shoot him? Um, I will okay, we don't have the medical expert here, so I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. He uh he he was fine. He just popped it back into place, and it was all good. Oh, okay. I will say yeah, but he would just be a fucking. He'll be a monster. He'll become a supervillain. Yeah, no. Seri- uh, all seriously, I think uh, maybe he'd be like permanently disfigured. What with the fucking uh, archaic medical equipment they had back then. Oh, you talking about then? No, he'd be dead. He'll be dead. No, you, oh, oh, then? You think yeah, so? Because if you fucking walk into a bunch of thorn bushes, you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's done. You run, on, you run into a, a mean kitty cat back then. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking you get gone. That cat scratch fever. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, you're done. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Back then, he dead. Like, nowadays, they'll find a way to make him live, but he'll just be a fucking atrocity, and it'll be rough, well, not, man. Not even. I mean, you got the... Um... Uh, constructive reconstructive surgery and stuff. I think you'd be wait like back to normal. Well, he, like, no, I wouldn't say normal. You don't think so? No, he'll be. I mean, he'll look like a guy, but like he, a guy, but he won't look like himself anymore. But what was really interesting, I've uh, I, look, I found out that <laughs> that scene actually has reference that happened. Like he's he has somebody like he's watched a fight that went down at a bar, and a dude was bashing his guy's head with a bottle, and he was more struck at the fact that the bottle didn't break. And he kind of uh, combined that when um, it was like a soldier smashed another dude in the face with the butt of his rifle. So he kind of combined those Ooh. two experiences to this really fucked up, very memorable scene. And uh, I, I can I can attest to the, uh, the the structural integrity of bottles. Yes, I have seen in a yeah in a bar somebody threw a fucking bottle at somebody else, and uh, it, I guess it hit him with the like just the very corner of the base of a glass bottle. And I swear to God, I was across the fucking room. It went this loud ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That looked like it hurt. This yeah. guy was bleeding all over the bottles place. versus concrete. Concrete wins. <laughs> but bottle versus like human body parts and flesh. No, dude. Bottles always victorious. <laughs> Don't let the movies fool you, kids. Watch YouTube and you'll find out. Like. <laughs> Bunch of drunk guys realize this shit. I, th- fucking- I think you just gotta get it at the sweet spot and like in the center, it'll it'll break oh, okay. pretty easily. But well, uh, check our YouTube for chips attempting this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so like there was a period of time where this really creepy uh, statue um, before they arrived, and Ophelia was fucking around with it and assembles this statue, and there's this huge fucking stick bug that comes out, or whatever the fuck it is. It's like a really just. I would lose my shit if I saw this bug like in my vicinity, but she has no problem with it at all. And you could tell something's up because the bug is very, uh, very like smart, like sentient, like like a yeah. like if you you know how you go to like a really really gross house and you realize the, the roaches know what's going on and they know how to <laughs> evade you. Like it was doing shit like that, and it was really really creepy. They come at you in formations and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like like it'll it'll like hide on it'll, it'll do that shit where like you know how you see a villain and a bus goes by and it's gone like it does that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just disappears behind the bus. <laughs> yeah, it just <laughs> master oh, spell. <laughs> so so um the fucking uh oh dude we forgot to mention that the guys weren't lying. <laughs> The two no, guys, no, uh, there were rabbits in the bag somehow. Like they were just deep, 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 deep in the bag. I don't know why you, why you would do that. And but, the captain uh, gets pissed off. He's like, "Yeah, uh, you search him better next time." Yeah, because I'm here to kill homies. Okay, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna kill them. Like no matter what is going <laughs> on, like just know that. Like don't call me unless you want them to die. Because this is what I do. <laughs> I'm fucking Vidal. And even then, he was just mildly just perturbed. Yeah, which was um, which was another direction by uh. uh 
Del Toro, he told him to talk as low as possible and as just blankly as possible to kind of yeah. up the scariness, which worked. Fucking yeah. Worked. And oh, and then uh, after that, he, he he hands the the rabbits to Mercedes, just like, hey, uh, fix this for dinner. <laughs> Hell yeah, cook these bitches up. So the fucking bug we were talking about earlier uh, shows back up and like uh, gets on uh, Ophelia's bed. Ophelia has no problem with this, which. Let you know that Ophelia is wired differently because uh, anybody else will lose their shit. Now, here in Houston, we have those um, nasty tree bu- tree roaches in the summer. Oh, the, the actual, yeah, those fat roaches. Oh, God, no, yeah. Um, mm. And I have actually woken up with one of those on on me while I was sleeping once. No. It was, uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem catching one off guard and like just smashing the shit out of them. Absolutely. But when one gets the drop on you and it's on your fucking leg, it's over. Bro. It's horrific, dude. I know you did like a chunky <laughs> lightning kick. Like just, I, I, it was the lightning <laughs> kick mixed with a, just the most bitch ass little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always the worst. Or if you miss them and they're flying and they like just like just lifelessly slap against your body, but you're fucking stunned. Like you're just like ah, like everything is over. There's also the, the the scenario when they're trying to dive bomb your ass and they're like oh, really skilled flyers. Yeah. And then you're just engaged in fucking combat with those fuckers. That's and they why are not they are not afraid of you. No, they're not. And, and, and that's that's what's so crazy. When you're about to kill it, like when you see one, you're about to kill it, and you see the wings flutter and the entire game plan of how to kill it changes. Like you're like, Oh, okay, I can't miss. I can't miss. <laughs> you get one fucking shot. <laughs> you got one shot, kid. And so far one shot. in life, I've been fortunate enough to been 100% 100% hit rate on my roaches. I don't know what happens if you miss. I don't want to know. I've missed once, but it wasn't I thought it was a flyer, but it wasn't. It was like a tree roach. <laughs> it was like right outside our door and I was like if I open this door, it's going to run in. I got to kill it. And I missed and Carla heard me cuz I was like <laughs> cuz our window, <laughs> the windows of our room is like right by the front door. So you basically just hear me fucking just Mexican hat dancing all over the place trying to kill this shit. It was embarrassing. But oh, um yeah, so the fucking bug shows up. Goddamn, um, she shows her because she, she she kept asking if it was a fairy because it was very very like kind of smart moving around like a human, very weird. Yeah, and she shows a picture from her book of a fairy, and it fucking turned into a fairy. Creepy. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of cool. I wonder if it like felt pain or anything, or if it's just you know <laughs> we'll just get, a, a magic thing. We'll get that to that does. in a bit. But uh, oh oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it creeped me out. Still didn't like that. Even I mean, I'm sorry. It turned into a fucking a thing that you showed it. Like, ugh, kill it. I don't. Uh, that that would be pretty fucking cool if I saw that. I was like, all right, now do my sh- like my boot. Can you do the boot? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house, or don't kill me, please. I'll probably be, I'll probably be like I'll probably serve it out of fear. But um, <laughs> but here comes fucking fun, dude. Jesus H. American yeah, actor, uh, by the way, that was in that scene. Um, Doug Jones. Yes, Doug Jones actually learned Spanish to do that role because he. Uh, Wait, I, I was looking on Wikipedia. I, I know that Doug Jones did the. You know, he was in the in in the makeup and the costume, but I, it it shows on Wikipedia that was voiced by someone else. Name? No, well, he, no? He, was that Doug? Yeah. Or. Mm. It wasn't well. The, the, uh, unless unless my shit lied to me, dude. Like uh, the stuff I was looking up lied, but like it, it said that he, because uh, Guillermo like said, told him, hey, you know, I could just dub this man. Like you know, you don't have to do it. He's like, no, I want to do it. So he learned it. He might have had some issues though because they were saying with the animatronics, he couldn't really hear Ophelia because he was actually looking through the nose holes. Oh, and, yeah, his, um, his whole skull uh, structure is fucked up. Yeah, dude. Like like yeah, because it, it's a scary looking thing, and it's like. 
I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't trust it when I saw it. I was like, this is Yeah, not- why would you? With that weird twitchy-ass movement oh, and then that, that, his low-ass voice and he giggles sometimes. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, and that was another thing. I didn't know if it was because of, like, the localization. Like, he didn't have the voice of something whimsical and, like, fairy-like. It was just, like, it f- fucking scared the shit out of me. He, he seemed evil. But uh, yeah, but she was not. A, I mean, I, I was I was kind of picking up off of Ophelia's vibe. Ophelia didn't seem phased. I was like, okay, I guess I'm a bitch because uh, this thing is fucking frightening. It looks like some shit um, that you would shoot in the face in Doom. Like it's creepy. Yeah, you. Would I shoot- mean, <laughs> I, I, I would just I would just you know chalk it up to oh it's the old childhood whimsy and imagination. Fuck that. If I how old is she in this? Like twelve? Eleven. She's eleven. Yeah. Eleven. And at eleven years old, I would have been shitting myself screaming if I saw that thing. Dude, that blue motherfucker from Little Monsters creeped me out just a tad. So like, <laughs> <laughs> and he had a fucking Letterman jacket on. <clears throat> so we so um Ophelia gets a, a magic book. The magical book will transform and give her instructions on shit on what to do. Uh, yeah, she's given a, a, some tasks in order to prove um, that she is, in fact, the, the reincarnation of um, Princess um, of, a, of the Princess. What like, like, like Mo- Mona or Monoa? Mo- Moana? Moana. 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 There we go. There it is. But yeah, so she basically um, has to go into this tree to uh, to confront a frog because the frog is fucking off this tree. It's a really weird shaped tree. And, and the frog is just fucking shit up. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to go in a tree, confront the frog, get the key. You know, Yeah, I, I don't understand what the frog was doing. He looked like he was just chilling, you know? Dude, that frog is <laughs> disgusting. Because she goes to the tree, and um, there's, like, buzz crawling all over and shit. I'm like, Ophelia is a fucking G, because fuck that tree in the ass, bro. As soon as I she, see those roaches crawling all Yeah, because, like, shit. the first one, she's like, mm, whatever. I'm like, okay, I feel you. That's one. And then they're everywhere, bro. And um, originally, the plan was for the frog to be in this huge, uh, extravagant dome um, inside the tree. So like a world within the world type deal. But they actually disagreed. They're like, okay, I think the scale of the dome will make the frog appear a little smaller. So let's do something smaller. And they literally made that tree set in two days. Holy shit. Yeah, fucking impressive. Some fucking wizards working there. Fucking impressive. Or just impressed people. Either way. Uh, (laughs) Uh, okay. <laughs> From the children that brought you Nike shoes, um, <laughs> <laughs> so she she's armed with these stones <clears throat> uh, that's supposed to do something. Because like I like how vague the instructions were as far as the results of what the fuck is gonna happen, man. Uh, this frog is fucking disgusting looking, like super gross. Everything's super gross. She did something and like the tongue came out. It looks like exactly like, I mean, it looks like a giant fucking frog or some shit from Dark Souls. Fucking creepy. Yeah. And one of the roaches were kind of curled up or whatever the fuck it was, kind of curled up into like a ball and it looks like one of the balls. So she tricked yeah. it she into... Pre- yeah, she presents it to the frog. Right. And uh, the frog being a greedy fuck gets all three balls that were uh, <laughs> assigned as weapons to her, plus the bug. And... Please describe what the fuck just happened here, man. Okay, so it's like Ugh. it's like uh, he regurgitated his innards, but his innards were a giant loogie. It was uh, the I worst. don't know what it, it, looked like it was like a sack of fucking everything, like everything that that motherfucker ate, like plus its tongue, plus its entire being, fucking just slowly comes out of its body, dude. And then like what's left of its like skin is just off to the side. I, I I guess it kind of looked like a like a larva or of some kind. 
it was just no, it was it was his insides. Like it literally, he just he, he basically threw up his guts very slowly. I felt kind of I felt kind of bad for him because he he literally was doing nothing wrong. He I thought he was, he was just be chilling. Shooed. Yeah, I I thought I thought he was gonna be shooed away or some shit or be like, oh fuck you, fuck this, I'm out of here, you know, like or talk. Or yeah, something. oh that be that would have been kind of cool. But it just fucking had a horrific death, like horrific. <laughs> Cause it was, I mean, cause like all the, but I mean, oh god, it was so fucking, and I was eating at that point. Cause uh, I, did, I didn't know I was eating tacos. And I had to power through it because it had avocado in it. I'd just be a man and just <laughs> eat that shit. Oh, it was rough. Oh, it was rough. Um, cause I, I did put in those. What the fuck were in them stones, man? I'm gonna say bath salts <laughs> and crystal meth. Well, uh, and it, and it was like like hydroponically put together with the water from fucking Rio. And just, oh no! It's good how it's turned all green. Yes, shit. topical now. Yeah, now we're topical. The dinner we were talking about before. You're basically seeing how much of an asshole Vidal is. You get the background story of how they met, which is very, very, very vague and very, very, very fucked up. And he won't even hold her hand. He basically just dumped his nut in her <laughs> to produce a son, and that's it. <laughs> that's all she is to him. And um, there was this little, you know, little thing where it's like she was given this dress to wear to the party. Uh, that's going to be happening. And of course, she took the dress to the fucking most disgusting, slimiest place on earth uh, beforehand and ruined it. But did you yeah. notice what What's that, that dress looked like? Did it look like anything to you in particular? Did it look familiar in any way? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to remember what it. Okay, it was uh, like a kind of green dress with mm-hmm. the white little uh, dealy in the front. Mm-hmm. And, a bow, uh, and a bow on top of her dome. Got nothing? Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Boom. That's exactly what ah, I saw. I was like, "What the fuck? Is that on I purpose?" Did, yeah. Hey, yeah, of course. Yeah, it was. She, yeah, she's crawling into a hole, and but instead of the 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 fuck the, the rabbit hole, it's the toad hole. Yeah, it's the fucking. Yeah, that shit. sounded it's nasty. The, yeah, the toad hole. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a nasty ass dive bar. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really it, does. With the same yeah. amount of roaches. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was at the toad. Toad hole. That was a, it was a bad day, man. I don't want to talk about it, man. It was bad. What if the what if the toad hole was like a gay bar for nothing but ugly men? The toad hole. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> Thoughts. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. So what happened? Oh, so well, it's bath time because she fucked up. So like everybody was mad. Uh, oh, we, oh, the watch. The watch. Yeah. We yeah, when they were in dinner, one of the guests. Um, uh explains to Vidal how he knew Vidal's father when he died in Morocco. I'm right. guessing during World War you know, World War II, I guess he was a general. Right. <clears throat> and he he uh tells how his father smashed well I, I, he he was mortally wounded and uh his father smashed his watch on a rock so his son would know the exact time of his death. Right. And like you know, this is what happens when real men die. Like, just fucking hard. Just hard. Fucking, God, some manly ass shit right there, dude. And, because um, he was actually working on the watch uh, earlier. In the earlier scene, he was, like, fucking with his watch and working on it. And they yeah. actually said they designed his um, room to look like the inside of a watch. I can see it, yeah. Yeah, I totally could see that. And they're also saying, like, there was some stuff. when Whenever Ophelia's on screen, there's a lot of curves, a lot of circles. Uh, whenever Vidal's on screen, you know, warm colors and whatnot. Whenever Vidal's on there, there's nothing but straight lines and fucking just cold, muted colors uh, wow. throughout the movie. So watch it again, film buffs, if you want to get in on that shit and jerk off the symbolism. But um, 
Yeesh. That was a little rough. That was a little rough. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean it in a mean way. Like, you know, pleasure yourself to the cinema gold. There we go. That sounds better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nah, I guess. Eh, that's right. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> do, what, do, do, do what makes you happy. All right. right. So the book um, foretells a really graphic tale of what's to come with, you know, Carmen and, and the baby. You know, you see some swirls at first. Like, oh, there's some swirls. Okay, what's happening? And you realize it's a goddamn, uh, you know, cross-section of a fucking uterus and then red everywhere. And you're like, do, oh, do, no. Do you notice how it also kind of looked like the fawn's head? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, that was a lot of that, too. A lot of fucking... Uh, Fawn imagery throughout the house, throughout the buildings. Um, if you just mm -hmm. if you play Coastal Sense, you'll see a bunch of them. I should have counted. We had a um, we had a little sort of conversation between Mercedes and Ophelia earlier. Yes. yes. <clears throat> um, and Ophelia's kind of telling her, well, she's telling her exactly what's going on. Like, yeah, dude, I I met this fucking fawn and some fucking fairies, bro. And that, that's exactly what she said to <laughs> yep, yep. this other woman. Burbank. Hey, dude, you never gonna fucking believe what I saw. <laughs> No, um, but um, Mercedes, um, she, you know, she's in her, yeah, she's entertaining the idea. Okay, it's a little kid. Right, and she, right. she she tells Ophelia um, that fawns are often not trustworthy and to uh, b b take extra careful not to trust right. a fawn. Also, uh, kind of acts like, uh, did you see me doing some spy shit? <laughs> she's like, yeah, totally. But, you know, I ain't tripping. She's like, oh, okay. thank God. Cause uh, <laughs> she she had that face like I have to kill this little girl. And luckily she she didn't have to. Little side note: um, the woman who plays Mercedes, man, I had such a fucking teenager boner for that woman when really? I was like I was like thirteen. Yeah, she was in a lot of Mexican movies oh, okay. that I saw back then. And holy shit, some of them are pretty wild, dude. Speaking of um, very attractive ladies, have you seen how how Ophelia looks now? I wasn't going to mention it because, yes, I did. And I felt weird because she's fucking like 11 in this movie. Yeah. I don't want to mention it. it but was, she's like what, 23 now. Like, yeah, 22, 23. Like, so, it, yeah. It, I was taken aback only because when I was looking at the IMD page, IMDb page, I'm like, where the fuck is she? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, no. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it ain't, it ain't that far. I mean, I was, uh, what was it, 2006? I was 16. So for the record, she would get it. Well, yeah, now, now, I'm sorry. now, yes. yeah, Today yeah. I mean, what's... 2016. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm making sure no one gets it twisted. That's all. I'm just no. watching. You no, back. no twist, no twisting here. Also, the actress who plays Mercedes would get it, past and present. Um, nah. Uh, That's just me. Yeah. I get That's it. Just... Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. She get we we'll call it the mushmouth. Have offense. you seen? Uh, I, uh, you probably heard of it. Yeah. Uh, y, y tu mamá también. No. <laughs> the Mexican. The Mexican. It was. Um, oh, dude, I'm about to get in big trouble with film nerds. It was either Inaritu or Alfonso Coron. Yeah. All right. Let's be honest. There are three Mexican directors. There's Inaritu. There's Inaritu, Cuaron, and there's Del Toro. That's that's all that matters. Oh, at least you can say Robert Rodriguez, man. That'd have been fucked up. Oh, and. Uh, uh, mm. Oh, he's he's American, right? I will say yes. I will totally say yes, but I'm I'm pretty sure we pissed somebody off with that. And one. you know what? I think Inaritu. I think he might be Spanish, not Mexican. Anyways, 
Ophelia snuck off to look at the book and, and you know see what what's what the next task task is. And that's what you know, as we oh, mentioned before, right, 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 yeah. the, the book started turning red, this red splotches kind of look like the font head, but also like um destroyed <clears throat> Yeah, uterus. And then um some fucked up noises started coming out of the book, and she goes out, and her her mother's outside bleeding out. Looks like she, maybe she's might be miscarrying or something. Yeah, you know what's really fucked up? Like, why did they have to show us how much sheets got fucked up, bro? That was like unnecessary adding to the. Uh, oh, well, yeah, you could you could Oof. also say that smashing of man's face in with a bottle is unnecessary, but I mean, both of those are neck and neck. The second the second trial is uh is underway. Um. It was kind of a caveat because, you know, she was worried about her brother and the mom and stuff. He's like, look, just fucking handle this shit and I, I got you. I'll take care of it. Just fucking go do this goddamn thing here. Right. And, take- and he, he, what, he, what does he hand her? Like a fucking artichoke? What, what, is, what was it? A it, it was mandrake. A, the what? Mandrake. That's, that's what it was called? Huh? Well, okay. But it looked, it looked like a root of, of like a baby kind of like, you know, touching its toes or some shit. Like, and in, in like fantasy, in the fantasy world, um, I believe i didn't look it up but i'm pretty sure it's like a plant with human attributes oh. a, a plant that is kind of like spiritually that has a spirit of a human or something like that right so it was like hey put this bitch in milk uh give it a couple drops of blood leave it underneath the bed kind of like some oh shit should be should be good as new in uh in my culture we like to call that beaner voodoo oh no, I don't know. I just made that up. Oh well, no, I, I've heard like Oho is like it's kind of like what voodoo is for uh, for my folks, like for y'all. Like, um, there's a thing because uh, because my wife was telling me there's a thing where like um, if you look at a baby and like the parent notices you look at him, like the parent like you have to like like touch the baby, like not in a weird way, but like you don't kind of like, touch the baby's uh, arm or some shit to kind of uh-huh. like because that's like a thing with Oho. And like having mirrors in certain areas and certain rooms is like a thing of Oho as well. Remember um in that scene in, in uh, um, um, Machete or Machete when um Michelle Rodriguez got the egg and like fucking healed Danny Trejo? Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that's Oho. Okay. So um, yeah, hey, you knew more about that than I do. So yeah, fuck, that, that threw me off. But uh, <laughs> that might be a Mexican thing. Possibly. Uh, I know very little about Mexico. Yeah, there is a difference. Oh, so um, look, look, I didn't say <laughs> Don't you dare. You were thinking it. Don't though. you do that to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Fuck you. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so it's time, for, it's time for this motherfucker to get the, get the, I use the key to unlock something to get the Pell Walker, uh, you know, to get past the Pell Walker. Fawn made it very clear not to eat anything that's there. Like, do not eat. Don't eat. Just fucking. Yeah. And this was made very, very, very clear. A few times to her. Yeah, not even a joke. So she walks in this fucking, uh, it looks like, it looks like a church. It looks like a kind of a Catholic type situation going on. You know, like one of those. Uh, like, yeah, a bit like a cathedral, I guess. Yeah, yeah which is, well, I'll, I'll get to it. So you see this huge fucking just gaudy smorgasbord feast table like ham fucking. There's fruit everywhere. I think I saw some wine, some cheeses and shit, man. I think I, I, I saw I saw a box of combos, bro. The dude, they pizza had combos. Kind. Yeah, they had the pizza combos, Woo! bro. I know I saw some checks mix in that bitch, bro. With the not dude. that bullshit, not that bullshit, the turtle kind, homie. Yeah, the kind, the yeah. one with the chocolate and yeah. the fucking yeah. Oh, baby, that's a good yeah. shit right there. Fucking choco tacos out to the side. Choco tacos. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I haven't had a choco taco in since I was like 
five. Yeah, I've actually revisited wow. it recently. Just stay away. Just don't. Do <laughs> no, yeah, don't do this to yeah, me. It's, 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 well, uh, don't buy them at the store. Just try to try to find a fucking actual guy that you know the the weird truck. A truck? Yeah, the oh, creepy truck. She sees him. Like the guy has no eyes. The pale walker has zero eyes. He has his hands placed firmly on the table. He's not moving. You see two eyeballs on the goddamn table. Uh and you notice like he's not moving at all. Nothing. Nothing is happening. And you know the uh the survival horror video game is to me knows don't fucking eat or you Dude, trigger you, the boss battle, bitch. You you remember Nemesis and Resident Evil oh, 3? Oh god. Oh my god, yes. Oh um, man. Uh, what I was gonna say, if um, if this uh, pale dude looked a little familiar, his skull structure or something, mm-hmm. uh, that is Doug Jones. That is the the actor who plays the fawn. Ah, okay. Because uh, wasn't wasn't Doug Jones Abe in a uh, Hellboy? Yes, he was, okay. Mister Fishman. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. So yeah, Jesus H, man. So really creepy looking motherfucking thing, man. And she looks up, and there's murals of baby murder, bro. Like just like just letting you know. Don't eat the food, man. Yeah, in case, in case this demon from hell with horns, his, if in case his warning wasn't enough, um, there's also vivid pictures of children being maimed and eaten. Yeah. And it and and it looks exactly like this fucking thing that's sitting right over here. <laughs> yeah, it's very clear. So it's huh. very clear. Like the warnings are not subtle. So I've been told about three times not to eat anything. There's these horrific paintings sitting over here. Fucking god awful. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna eat a couple of fucking grapes from off the table. But look, and, and but, then, but not only did she do it, she did it after she successfully because uh, um um uh, it was three keyholes also, which was like a weird thing. And even the fucking fairies, because she uh, uh she got two additional fairies to roll with her, uh, so she had three fairies in total. And all three fairies didn't really know what the fuck thing to do. She chose wisely. She dodged death right there, and she's almost gone. She's almost out of the fucking room dude and she okay here's my deal if you're gonna eat something why would you do the grapes i mean there was so much she was excited for some milk and honey earlier on in the film i imagine great great grapes is like fucking jackpot baby yeah grapes is like a fucking box of whoppers dude she was like yes (laughs) (laughs) but um the fucking fairies are going ape shit. Like, bitch, no. Like, if they could talk, they would have just slapped her in the face and told her, bitch, stop. She sees a pile of um, children's shoes up in a pile. Yeah, in- yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> like, uh, uh, <laughs> I forgot about the. <laughs> there is a mountain of I mean, I, children's I, I like- shoes. Like, I, no. I, a, a person who just underwent a lobotomy would have got the <laughs> signals, dude. I also noticed. Oh man, you know what I just realized? But they're all girl shoes. I did not notice that. Like, um, maybe those are like the other the other princesses who so you know when they souls reincarnated, well, they kept fucking failed. up. Yeah. Huh, I didn't think about that shit until just now. Shit, you made yourself realize that. Yeah, but um yeah, dude, this fucking mountain of dead baby shoes, bro. Like, Jesus H. So she eats it, summons the boss battle, bro, um, and, and, and the chase begins. Now I'm going to go back to this whole scene. So this is actually supposed to be symbolic of the Catholic Church. That was done on purpose by Guillermo del Toro. The fact of wow. the, uh, having gaudy feast and not even eating it, um, praying on children when, you know, like actually feasting on children when there's a feast actually in front of them that is already too much. Uh, like the excess, you know, like he, was, yeah. he was taking serious shots. 
at the Catholic I mean, Church. that's a ballsy ass thing for a Mexican to do, dude. Exactly. So that that was some some real heavy, heavy, heavy shit that was going down on that that whole deal. Um, also, um, during this chase sequence, um, Guillermo had the pleasure of sitting by horror legend Stephen King, who actually squirmed in his seat when he saw that pale walker, um, you know, moving about. Yeah, as soon as Ophelia takes a bite of that first grape, he just kind of like twitches into action. This this pale dude with his hands on the table, right? And like he gasps to life, puts his like eyes in his hands, which I didn't see coming. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it before, but you know, realistically, I I would not I would not have you know expected that to happen. So he uses his hands to see, which is probably some other weird symbolism that I'm too afraid to go into to realize. So I'm just gonna keep moving. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna say Illuminati. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, I I'm gonna go ahead and put this this scene up there with uh, Boogie Nights, um, the uh, Jesse's girl scene. You know. Yeah, buddy. In terms of fucking just te- uh, intense nervousness. So, and two fairies died horribly. He bites off their fucking heads and shit. And uh, you wanna know why those effects seem kind of real? Like almost practical, uh, yeah, yeah. The way like the flesh kind of tears off of them. Yeah, <laughs> poor Doug Jones. Doug Jones bit um, condoms full of the uh, fake blood. Oh, so the pulling and tearing part was like literally actually happening. Yeah, because I, I I'm I'm watching that scene right now. There's actual blood on his face right there. Yeah, not that not, ain't not yeah that ain't CG. Because the CG is kind of you know the CG is totally dated. So I was like, there's no way. I was like, How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, but um, regardless, so. Uh, she escapes. You know, she she uh she uses chalk to to draw the doors, and she fucking barely escapes. Everything is fine. You can yeah, because t- the 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 first the first exit door that she drew, the time ran out, and she it yeah. closed on her. Oh, dude, yeah, that fucked me. I was like, you dumb broad, get out of there. And she she tries to draw another one, but the fucking chalk breaks in half, and the fucking guy's rounding the corner with his fucking hand eyeballs and his fucking loose meat ass legs, bro. Like yeah, his fucking no squatting ass legs. <laughs> he never did leg day ever, <laughs> ever. Like total atrophy. It looked ridiculous. Very good job. Could they actually use puppeteers plus uh, CG to get the legs out of? Yeah, there? I was wondering that because that doesn't. I was like, yeah, that doesn't look very stable. His body blew my mind. Blew my mind when I saw it. Couldn't believe it. Such a good job. But luckily, Ophelia manages to draw a new door up in the ceiling. She stands on the chair and narrowly escapes this creepy fuck. A battle is looming. Rebels are closing in. Vidal basically just fucking gets his pistol and just fucking goes into it, dude. Never seen a dude shoot a gun very stiffly and manly, but he totally did it. Uh, they were whooping and, ass. The and it was almost—it was almost like he had a death wish. Like he wanted to die right there, kinda. Kinda, because it was like it's like he'll—he'll he'll, whenever he is not in cover, he looks very bold and heroic. But then when he gets behind a tree, it's like he actually was like, "Oh, thank God, I didn't get shot." You ever notice that? I no, I didn't pick that up. Like whenever, like whenever he's like, because like like he'll he'll when he gets in the cover, he looks like a normal human being. Like okay, oof, let me not get shot. But whenever he goes after them, he's very like heroic, you know, kind of like a, a you know comic book hero posed almost the way he's holding the gun, like like stiff arm, not cup and saucer, just fucking like like walking towards them in a way almost. But even though he's going to the next piece of cover, it was very interesting. 
Yeah, uh, now that you mentioned that, I feel kind of bad that I missed those fucking nuances because that, that guy's a fucking solid-ass actor. Yeah, he did a great job. He did a fucking <clears throat> amazing job. Like, I totally bought into who he was. When Ophelia, you know, reports back to Pan about what happened, you know, you know, he's happy that the knife is there. He's like, yeah, very good, very good. But then fucking, you know, the main fairy's like, uh, this bitch got us killed, man. Like, she Over up. some fucking grapes, yeah, dude. Fucking grapes, dude. Not even the juice, bro. So she's fucking. Is that from something? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like it's from something. It, it could have been, but um, fucking um, he's pissed, man. He's like, bitch, it's over. We're done. You fucked up. Trial's over. I'm out. Peace. Shadows gone. Even more fucked up shit was like, uh, the major finds out about the fucking root thingy that you know, root baby, and uh, or or baby root. Um, know. sorry. And, Baby uh, root with peanuts. <laughs> no, we we skipped um, a little thing when um, after the uh, after the battle with Captain Vidal and the the communists. Oh shit, you're right. They they started um, executing those who weren't able to speak, and they found somebody who was only uh, wounded in the leg. Yep. And it turned uh, unluckily um, unlucky for them. It was the fucking guy with the stutter. Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> so um, they take him prisoner, and they're gonna go interrogate him. And he gets the shit beat out of him, man. And uh, oh, you know, it kind of it, it kind of rolls back together. But he he gets the living shit beat out of him, and it was it was a really uh, crazy setup to when he was about to whoop his ass because he was like, "If you can count to three, I'm gonna let you go free." That's how bad he. That's how bad his stutter was. Like he literally Vidal literally fucked with him to that level. Like count to three, don't stutter, you're free. And uh, our buddy there, oh. he made he made it to two with great difficulty, but he made it to two. I feel like he had, a, if he counted in English, he might have had a better chance. Because Thress with a stutter is rough. He was trying to do the breathing exercises, everything for speech therapy, bro. And he just fucking poor. And I had a really bad stutter. I had like, because I have a stutter now, but I had a really bad stutter. You Do you have a stutter? I do. I do. I've known you for a few years. I don't think I've ever noticed a stutter. But I had like a really, really bad one. And like the speech therapy, like I, I was having speech therapy flashbacks, watching this poor bastard. I was like, I would have been dead, would have <laughs> been dead. So he fucking, um, you know, he gets hit with a hammer. You know, you know, there's torture going down. So when the doctor, uh, after all this crazy shit with the root being killed, um, the doctor, you know, he sees the guy that's being tortured. Because also, spoiler, well, not spoiler, but uh, surprise, doctor's also in on the fucking, uh, you know, rebellion. Because yeah, was, which was revealed like way uh, early. To- 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even. But he did a better job keeping this shit together than uh, fucking Mercedes, Mercedes did. But regardless. So he sees this guy. He had his fucking... You ever seen Saw 5? I I stopped after 2. Fair enough. Uh, Well, in Saw 5, there was a trap that uh, they had to reach for something. But there's a saw inside of it that will split their hand down the middle. Like like this guy that's you know in this movie now. And uh, every yeah. time, I, yeah, that's a brutal. When you really like look at the schematics of it, that's a really brutal way to fuck somebody up. Because, and the guy's like, "I'm gonna put you out your fucking misery." Like there was no, <laughs> no quarrel, no second guessing. He was like, "I'm gonna kill this guy so he can quit suffering." Because this is fucked up. I don't care what happens to me. And I gotta say, the doctor died with some dignity, bro. I never seen a dude, recently at least, like get shot in a movie and just be such a G about it. Yeah, he did go out with some with this. A lot of class. Dignity. Classy yeah. death, bro. He took it in the back, took off his glasses to like wipe him or some shit and kind of just slowly went to the ground. I was like, oh, poor bastard. But unfortunately, since the, you know, baby root got roasted, um, mom ate it, man. 
Uh, speaking of which, this podcast is brought to you by Root IPA. Um, you did get a glimpse of how it's made just now. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> of only the most sour milk and drops of innocent child blood. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so the mom's dead. Shit's getting real, dude. Like uh, Mercedes is trying to like, you know, uh, speed up the process because because shit, shit's going off the rails man like the the you know the major battle is, is closing in they basically capture her she gets the shit slapped out of her i wish black was here to break it down yeah I'm yeah, not yeah gonna... there were there were some subtle sciences that i don't quite understand yeah, about that yeah. slap we, you know what I, I I, out of respect to black we're not going to do that segment man because uh, we'll cause, just cause we just be making fools of ourselves exactly Exactly. He has a as if as if we haven't already. <laughs> we just be <laughs> we just be digging deeper here. Right. We're not gonna bother with the slap science. So slap science. Yes, yeah, man. Shirts, bro. Um. So she, <laughs> she, you know, she's captured, man. She's tied up against the fucking uh, post, just like our previous, um, you know, uh, torture victim. And you know he's going to do the same shit. He's looking at all his tools with joy and glee. You know, Mercedes always had this fucking utility knife that she used yeah. to cut whatever. And, and like, I knew there was going to be a payoff because she always rolls it up in her apron. Basically, you know, pulls out the knife that she's always had on her, you know, so nobody can question it. And uh, cuts herself loose. And I got to say, a little disappointed in what happened here. I, I, I am and I'm not. She gets free. Oh, the, uh, af- after she gives old Vidal the why so serious. Well, well, that was last. She did that last, but the first thing she did was stab him in the back. So I thought he was dead right there. I was like, oh, she killed him. Oh, like, th- okay, no, yeah. Because if you've seen Game of Thrones, uh, uh, Oberyn's uh, brother, uh, his bo- his bodyguard died from less. <laughs> yeah, dude, that pissed me off so much, <laughs> dude. Er- dude, all right. Um, the book spoilers for Song of Ice and Fire. Ariel Hota was such a fucking badass in the books. Yeah. And ah, Jesus Christ, the way they just put him out like a little bitch in the show. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. bummer. So she fucking, um, you know, stabs the fuck out of him all slow and all in the non vitals, which was a fucking annoying. And she was like, "Don't kill the girl," but I'm like, "Just kill him, just kill him." But instead, she yeah, she gives him the Joker treatment. Pretty cool scene though when she was running away and he's chasing after her and he's like, "Get her." And he just moves his hand from his face and like yells with that huge fucking. Oh man, that was so, that was so cool though. The that way was he super cool. The way he, he he like even though he had this horrific wound on his face, he was just pissed. Fuck it, I need to yell. But they they capture her anyway. Yeah, they corner her and right. then she puts the knife up to her own neck, uh, threatening to to kill herself. And the dude's like, "Yeah, just give up, dude." Yeah, and then fucking just bullets. Comes old Pedro, her brother, with uh, these filthy communists. <laughs> so bullets, apparently back then, don't really get the job done because he was getting hit, but it was like they were pushing him. Like <laughs> The bullets were tearing his ass up, but at the same time, he was getting knocked around by him. It was kind of fucking funny. <laughs> like He was getting punched, and uh, uh, he goes down. Uh, one of the other guys catch it in the face, and like just, you know, everybody getting their ass whooped. And uh, apparently, the guy that got shot the fuck up escaped, which somehow... And he gets back to uh, Vidal, let them know, you know, shit's shit's getting real. We lost a lot of our guys, and they got more guys than us now. Yeah. And meanwhile, meanwhile, Ophelia's hiding, and the fawn comes up. Yeah, it's like you know what? <laughs> I changed my mind, baby. Um, give me your. You, <laughs> you killed two of my closest buddies, but it's okay. Horrifically, but uh, yeah, just give me your brother. It's like what? And I, I'm already, dude, I, I never trusted him. So I'm like, come on, man. What, what, what's happening here? 
Seems a little suspect, dude. But he's like, hey, go on a stealth mission. Uh, you know, oh, the door's locked. Bitch, you got chalk. It's all gravy. <laughs> you got chalk. <laughs> we go full chalk zone in this part, yeah. baby. So, and, um, yeah. He's so sewing like, his oh. face back up. Yeah, Ophelia gets into the room with Vidal and her little baby brother. He he's sewing his face up. He don't give a fuck. He he takes a, a shot of what is that uh, tequila or something? <laughs> Maybe it probably is. Oh, buddy, Good I like I, I know I know that wasn't real, but God it damn, the real. way he sold that it looked the way real. Because yeah, like I think they put, I felt like they put a sizzle sound effect in there too. Yeah, I think so. Like, and, like oh fuck, and like. Cause he bandaged his face up after he sewed it, and like when he took that shot, it's like he forgot. Like and he, you, you could see it soak through the bandages woo. too. But that did not phase him because he was about to take another shot. Yeah. <laughs> before he saw the chalk laying on the table. What a G! What a G! Christ, dude! Complete asshole, but what a G! So we got the uh, you know uh, I'm a drug to drink trope going down by something, right? Oh, he walks out because uh because the guys are about to attack. They're like, hey, yeah. Mercedes got away. Uh, we're fucked. And she grabs the baby. Well, she's about to grab the baby, but she hides. But then, because you know, she already had the baby in her arms. I'm sorry. She already had the baby in her arms. And um, she's kind of like hiding because he came back in too soon. So she's trying to creep out and the explosion happens. And it totally exposes her. And now, that's when um, he wonderful starts chasing shot. her. Great shot. But he was already drugged because, oh, remember like, okay, that, that, that was the trope I was talking about where you're about to drink it, but you don't. Yeah, just, yeah. But he winds up drinking it anyway. And he's drugged now. So he's trying to chase her while he's drugged. And, uh, you know, shit's getting really tense because it's a fucking battle going on while all this is happening. Like, all he cares about is his son. He gives a fuck that, you know, the whole fucking compound is getting taken over. He wants his goddamn son. So, uh, Ophelia's running, 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 running. And uh, he's gaining on her. And then, um, I guess the fawn and the labyrinth kind of help her escape. So, like, the walls open up. She cuts through the walls. He loses her for a second. And uh, Fong, you know, rolls up and he has the knife and he's like, okay, all we need is some innocent blood to open up this door. Boop, pop, boop. We're good to go. And she's like, what? Going home. He's but like, then yeah. you, you, you got this thing in your head, like, don't trust the Fong, girl. Yeah, look don't at him. Do it. Look at him. Look at he's him. He's holding a fucking dagger in his hand. And it's all like slowly walking towards it, like, yeah, give me the baby. Like, no. <laughs> like, anybody would be like, no. And then the, um, the, the, the uh, fucking captain comes up and sees Ophelia talking to nobody. looks like she's talking to nobody. Right. And I thought I thought they were going to make it so he sees the fawn and then just play it off like man, he was on drugs and Right. But he, he was hallucinating, he was but like, there was nothing there. Nothing there, man. So that's kind of like, hmm, what's going on here?" So she refuses to sacrifice her, her brother um to escape and you know have like an amazing life and blah blah blah. She's like, "I'm not doing it. It's like it's not worth it." And then uh, Captain Vidal takes the baby, and uh, she protests for about a second. This guy does not fucking hesitate and plugs her Did not right flinch. in the fucking stomach. That fucked me up so badly, bro. I was like, oh, god damn it. I was really hoping, even though I saw it in the beginning of the movie, I was like, no, maybe he just no, maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> like, maybe she dreamt it. But uh, nah, man, she, she, you know. Showed her hand because you know the the gunshot was off screen. Thank Christ, and uh, she showed her hand where she was holding the wound, and she's 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 fucked, and uh, she goes down, goes down pretty hard, man. And um, yeah, asswipe McGee uh, is heading out the fucking labyrinth. <laughs> I'm sorry, piece of shit, <laughs> heading out the fucking uh, labyrinth, man. He sees like the whole fucking squadron of uh, gorillas are like standing right there waiting on his bitch ass as they should be. 
Uh, he has his child. He basically knows he's fucked. So he hands over the child to Mercedes. And, like, you know, being a hard man is like, tell my son what time I died. Tell my son. Like, Shut the fuck up, man. I'm like, we ain't telling him shit. Yeah, bitch, you don't exist. And like, then Pedro, like a pimp, goes over her shoulder like he's in a club and shoots him dead in the fucking cheek. God. Okay. Woo. Your reaction to the effects of that gunshot to the face, bro. It was awesome. So it's, gruesome. But still so satisfying. Like, because right immediately after uh, Mercedes says, no, nah, we ain't telling them nothing. Black. I like how he had the look of sadness in his face before he caught it in the face. Of like, no. Like, but my like, this, like disappointment kind yeah. of. That's the only time you see him break, you know, break formation in his face. And it was like, <laughs> by the time it happened, his uh, ocular bone is shattered. And you see, like, the blood yeah, rushing you see, his, yeah, his eye. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, you see his eyeball turn red for just Woo! a split second. But Eerily realistic. Cool. That was rough. Somebody did some research on that shit. That was fucked up. Yeah. He goes down, which is satisfying. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, uh, Mercedes and the rebels uh, with their you know, Mercedes and Pedro and the rebels, they go in, into the labyrinth and they see Ophelia there bleeding out. Yeah. But her, her blood starts to spill on this uh, shrine or whatever. Obelisk. And, <laughs> this <No>. obelisk. <laughs> and uh, I get maybe maybe that's what was meant by the blood of the innocent, that maybe she had to s- sacrifice her own blood. Right. Well, the portal opens, man, and yeah. uh, you know, like the fucking the dad on his super high <laughs> fucking throne is ridiculous. Yeah, how does he get down from there, dude? I don't know. Like, wh- which throne would you take? Would you take the Pan's Labyrinth throne or the Iron Throne from uh, Game of Thrones? All right, so it's either poke my dick every time I I like adjust to fart or something. <laughs> Or or potentially fall to my death every time I yes. I gotta get up and put a hot pocket in the microwave. <laughs> right, either a lifetime of tetanus or <laughs> or play Nickelodeon guts trying to get to your fucking seat. <laughs> Just like uh, move my butt cheeks a little bit and I fall twenty feet. <laughs> <laughs> or fillet your ass cheek trying to just. <laughs> You couldn't watch anything scary on the on the, on the Iron Throne, bro. Like no jump scares for you. Or you'll die. Oh fuck! I enjoyed that. But um, yeah, dude. So like this. So like the dad is there, the mom is there, and the baby. And uh, you know, it's like, hey, you know, <laughs> catch a seat. <laughs> you you the, did it. The three, the three little fairies. Right. Like they're, uh, they're okay somehow. Red and yellow fairy that got fucked off all Which of them like there. uh like brings up the question like is she really there or is, is this some kind of like pre-death del- like a delusion we will, that we, she's experiencing we will deliberate on that in a second so so she um you know it's like you did it you chose wisely you didn't fall for the trick you know fondness congratulating her you know there's a fucking crowd out of nowhere there's fucking cheering huge big wonderful thing and it's like <laughs> i was waiting so long to see like a fucking you know the La La Land world, and I finally saw it, and it's like I'm already upset because there's a dying child on the ground because she sees it, and she smiles, and she dies because Mercedes was trying to comfort her with a lullaby, which the score has actually been arranged around that lullaby. Anyway, yep. moving on. Uh, so she dies. She cries. It's super bummy. Uh, but, you know, the, the guy, the uh, narrator is like, you know, she kind of talked about what she did after the fact. You know, she, she, she became a ruler. She was a great ruler, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, in the real world, you can still see her if you look hard enough. And it was like a little flower blooming. And then, you know, you cry into your pillow and go to bed. Uh, that was in the movie. There is a big debate whether she died or not. And just whether died. she 
Like, I... oh, if any of it was real, like if she was just imagining it because she's such in the fairy tales, like she was trying to displace herself from a fucked up situation that she lived in. Was she doing some inception shit or was she doing some uh, sucker punch type shit? Like, was she just imagining this? And then there's uh, the, the part where um, Vidal finds her in the labyrinth. Um, it also just so happens that, that that was the exact moment where Ophelia refused to give the baby over to the fawn. And the fawn was like, okay, peace, fine. And he disappears. Right. So did he actually disappear? Uh, was, what, was, there all, was there no fawn there to begin with? I'm going to say... Was that girl smoking PCP? <laughs> okay, well, what do you think? What do you think? I think it was the product of a child's really active imagination. Okay. And, and, and mixed, mixed then with, you know, some, you know, some people say when you die or, or as you're dying, um, I, I, think, I think it's like... Uh, almost an urban legend that the brain releases all this DMT. Right, right. Uh, yeah, have, you, have you seen Enter the Void? They yes. kind of talked about that. And that you just uh, kind of like trip balls for all eternity. Right. And, and and that's what I was thinking at first, too, as she was dying. I was like, oh, God, this is her death fever dream. This blows. I was so sad. I wasn't happy at all. I wasn't happy at all. And then I had to think. I was like, wait a minute. If everything was fabricated and fake, how did Vidal pick up the chalk? It was just ordinary chalk. She found the chalk. She fabricated. She made up a vision of fucking. This so what about what about child? Him? This child predator handing her some chalk. <laughs> what about what about the wall closing in? And uh, when she walked through the wall, got that shortcut. And then there also brings up how the floorboards were kind of uneven when she escapes from the eyeball monster. Mm-hmm. Um, who's to say I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the it was just her imagination. I need her to be alive. And how like oh, it, oh. Also, also consider the fucked up world she's living in. She pretty much grew up during both the Spanish Civil War and World War II and this post Spanish Civil War fucking nightmare that's happening. Another thing, that, like a, a little girl has to have some escape. Another thing she did have. Well, she she could imagine the birthmark. That that is also true. But what about? The fact that the king is actually the king of the underworld. So maybe her dying was her way to get to wherever that place was because he was truly the king of the underworld. Because the mom was there also and she's dead and the father's dead. Or fuck, I'm just now realizing, yeah, she fucking, oh, god damn it, she's dead in real life. Yeah, she's dead. (laughs) She died. That, that you think um, maybe this was all a test and she she had to spill her blood? I, I feel like what it, what it boils down to is if you want her to be alive in that world hard enough, then she will be. But if you think she's just dead, she's dead. So now I'm sad again. God fucking damn it. <sighs> so we have the end of our movie. God damn. Fuck. I'm so bummed. I'm really bummed, man. But we're going to just. It's sort of kind of bittersweet because, you know, the baby's my baby might have an OK life. Uh, so let's gradually just saunter onto body count real quick. Oh, God damn it. That body count. That body count. Eight. I'm going to say 28 total deaths. That is 22 mm-hmm. people. A giant toad that got fucked off. Uh, two bugs. Rest in peace, Mr. Frog. Yeah, two bugs ate it. Uh, two poor bastard fairies and our, our, our buddy Baby Root. Baby Root. <laughs> <laughs> well, most most of those were filthy communists, so I don't. I really don't. Care. 
<laughs> but yeah, that was a huge bummer, man. And uh, let's, let's gloss over skin deep real quick. Well, actually, uh, oh, let's see. Let's just do this. Let's just do skin It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now. Uh, one naked pale man. Uh huh. Uh, so, so one smooth surface. <laughs> yeah, there weren't much going down there. Uh, this is one. This is one smooth surface. <laughs> and, yeah, and also, if you had seen some, I mean. Honestly, it wouldn't have been fun. There's, yeah, there's no room for nudity here. It's, it's, uh, this is no room. There's no room for it, and I'm glad. So, uh, oh, man, let's do it, man. Final fucking impressions, bro. Chips, what you got for me, man? I love this movie, dude. Um, I was a, a bit of a fan of Del Toro when I first saw this in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking, okay, we're going to get a... An, uh, a nice fucking uh, weird movie. I didn't know how weird. I had never seen a movie like this before. I, I somebody had uh, described it to me as a grown-up fairy tale, but I didn't realize how how grown up this shit was gonna be. Right. And um, yeah, I was uh, yeah I was about sixteen or seventeen when this came out, and it just blew my mind. And I went on a bit of a, a foreign film uh, binge after this because I was like, holy shit. Uh, I'd never seen a foreign film, or any film like this before. There must be some fucking hidden treasures out there that I'm fucking missing. And yeah, I was right, dude. I found some good shit. It's gonna be, it's gonna be whatever protective gear that soccer players wear on their knees. <laughs> the shin guards. Yeah, you're in it for the long haul, then. <laughs> a, some shin, gu- shin guards and cleats, baby. We're going, we're doing it pretty hard. Yeah, I gotta say, man, uh, Final Impressions. I fucking I love this movie. I really like it. I love um, movies that leave you to interpret it at the end, where it actually spawns conversation. I really like a movie where you walk out of a theater or you be like, "Hey, you see this?" and just start fucking talking about it, dude. I fucking love it. I love shit like that, man. Um, really, really good movie. Um, very moving. Um, the effects were, you know, like pretty good. But I liked. I just. I never. I never had a movie that spliced you know, fantasy with like a war period piece type deal. Like it was a lot of really interesting things that were kind of like fresh ideas. Um, I, I hate myself for taking so long to watch this movie, man. Like I really fell the fuck off. I don't know what the fuck I was doing in my life. Um, prospering possibly. I'm playing. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, right. Woo. Yeah, right. But um, no, man, it's fucking like masterpiece film. Uh, wow. It is. I, 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 I got to say, man, it's like visually very interesting. There's like, you know, there's a lot of, idiosyncrasies that, that throughout the film if you go back and watch it you can catch things like it's a really really good like just like onion blooming onion of a film man that you can just like peel back layers and see more as oh you baby like. i'm getting hungry yeah i know i'm starving uh <laughs> but um as, yeah, as far as knee pads and slippers go bro yeah i am fucking like hockey gear on the bottom part bro just straight those <laughs> slabs of like protective gear yeah i'm i'm yeah i'm gonna be there for a minute bro i'm gonna be there for a good good minute have some uh, it, this this might yeah you know you're right I think this might be Del Toro's masterpiece as far as I'm concerned yeah yeah um yeah, uh, speaking of Del Toro I follow him on Twitter uh, he's yeah uh, he's uh, gonna begin filming his new thing uh, I think 
here uh, in a couple of days, actually. So here's hoping it's better than Crimson Peak. Anyway. Ah, oh, man. So uh, if this was a video game, man. If this was a video game, I think I would make it with the graphics of um, uh, Zelda The Wind Waker, but with a really fucked up just kind of undertone like maybe not not maybe not quite resident evil but uh let's see what's something that's kind of in between there like uh you ever played a uh, frambo frambo i know like fran fran f-a-n i mean f-f-r-a-n and then last name is bo b-o-w look it up frambo because like i would say it would be like that game it is a uh click you know like like click adventure game uh-huh but uh it's, it's about this little girl who's in a psych ward and um there's like a <laughs> there's a button in the corner where it shows like meds so you can click where you're on your meds or off your meds and when you click when you're off your meds it opens up like uh, a, a alternate portal like stranger things like the upside down yeah where everything is fucked anyway yeah. if I, I haven't been doing it very well these past shows but i gotta give proper just due to the uh, almighty nerd podcast mafia which is uh fans on patrol who just hit their 100 episodes not too long ago open all powers who also hit 100 episodes not too long ago so wizard podcast who've also hit 100 episodes dude are you catching a fucking theme here guys uh <laughs> we got back issue podcast combo comics cast uh dork of all trades our homies man they actually been on the show with us as well along with everybody else um uh, Nerdtastic 4, our boy Desmond, who just been on this thing recently. Um, Geek Yogurt Podcast, um, Superhero Speak. Uh, uh, am I missing anybody? I don't think so. I think you got them. You're really good. It's like at this. ten of them. It's ten of them. Yeah, there's ten of us in total, huh? Yeah. So I, I feel like I feel like you should uh, like make a sticky note. Yeah, I should. I should. I should. I want to like just know like from my soul that they're all there, man. But um, yeah. Shout out to all those hey, guys. You know man. what we should do? We should do a fucking uh, a Godfather photo shoot. All of the Nerd Pack podcast mafia. That'd be awesome. That'd Fuck be in. awesome. That'd be awesome. Um, also, um, you know, speaking of a uh, geek yogurt, I actually did a review of Suicide Squad, like a quick, yeah, thirty second review <laughs> of Suicide Squad. So, Haven't seen it, so I have not heard that. Yeah. Yet. So if you want to know my quick thoughts about it, and also hear like really, really good, uh you know introspective uh breakdown of that movie you know because because a lot of people do recent stuff uh check out fans on patrol and check out shit actually everybody in the nerd podcast mafia you're gonna get all the fucking uh points of views uh uh shit yeah because um everyone who i who i, who I named are virtually doing a episode on that shit except us because we're assholes and we stay in the past and because fucking suicide squad sucks dude no it doesn't i haven't but, seen it i don't know <laughs> But yeah, man, um, we're, uh, next week, Being Black will be back, and we're going to do Event Horizon. So Are we? Yourself. This is yeah. the first time hearing of this. Yeah, I know. All right. I'm just, just surprising you, man. Surprise. Hey, guys, we're doing, we've been on a roll. Hey, remember uh, my saying, when things are going too good, here comes that fucking buzz to come run your ass over. So oh, yeah. I, yeah. don't get don't get too comfy, no, listeners. No, no, we got a fucking dumpster fire. Because I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the main one dragging them dumpsters out. And I act like, how did they get here? Like, I'm totally, it's totally my fault. Yeesh. Totally my fault. But yeah, man, y'all have a good night. See ya.